Wretched Radio begins in three, two, one. I want more to feel free and tell them that we love them. I've looked at clear cuts and burnt forest and I've felt outraged. We are the crowning glory of God's creation, and all of nature was made for us. Nature is more productive because of us, not less. It's time for Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Marriage is what brings us together today. Or not, this is Wretched Radio. There is a generational divide on the subject of marriage. The whippersnappers, they have believed the lies of social media. The bombardment of bad images and representations of marriage, the toxic presentations of God's ordained institution for, among other reasons, societal stability is now considered to be the most toxic, outdated tradition there could possibly be. Not only is it a generational divide, it is a trend that is going to have implications that are both global and very personal. If you recall, God has determined there is going to be an institution that keeps people from acting like barbarians. That institution, his idea, his concept is marriage. It is good for society. Kids thrive when couples are married. You've seen all the sociological studies, which we didn't need because we know that God's institution is best for everybody involved, but kids do better with a married couple. In fact, people stay together more as married couples. There was another survey that was done. The people who are breaking up and leaving kids behind, they aren't married people. They're the people who are shacking up. That's where the dissolution of family is at its greatest level. It is not from married couples. Married couples make a to-death-do-them-part vow. They stay in it. It tends to be better for the kids. Dad is around. Mom is doing her nurturing thing. And the couple is actually happier. Not kidding. Don't know if you saw this particular report, but marriage makes people happy by a lot. It was a report titled The Sociopolitical Demography of Happiness. This is from the University of Chicago's Booth School of Business, asking people, how would you say things are these days? Would you say that you are very happy, pretty happy, or not too happy? Great question. By the way, aside, that's right, rabbit trail, shiny object, squirrel, more church, I think about 70% of church members are afraid of the future. That ought not to be. Now, we all understand why that statistic is so high, because there are so many false converts, so many tares and rotten fish inside of the church. We understand that. But Christians should fear not. How many times are we commanded to fear not in the Bible? And, and we should be not fearful of what is happening. Just ki- If you're afraid of the future, now I get it. Believe me, we all see the demise of our society. We we all get that. But if you're afraid, like, yikes. And if you're afraid for your children, there's an accusation that is baked into that emotion. And that accusation is, God, you're not doing this well. Lord, you don't have this under control. Father, why aren't you running the place? Aren't those ridiculous questions? He is running the place. This is an excellent opportunity for us to analyze. Am I really believing that God has this? 
Do I truly believe God's got this under control? Because if you're fearful, it is a pretty clear indicator you're not really believing that. So how do you see all of the nonsense? Now, somebody could rip off this clip and say, well, he doesn't want us to be involved in politics and we should just let the culture go down the tubes. I'm not saying that, but as it does, (laughs) this is God's plan. This is his plan. Everything is working itself toward one goal, the glory of God through the redemptive work of Jesus. That's what he's doing. We're all little pawns on that chess table, that we are all involved in a closed system that God has baked He's knitted together, he's put in the ingredients, and he's running it. And it's exactly the way that he wants it. Now, just, I I, I know that the wrong conclusion can be reached. Oh, so, all right, so God's doing this, so, okay, sarah, sarah. No, I'm not suggesting that, but I am saying we shouldn't be afraid. If you want to work to help people flourish and do better in society, you go ahead and do that. I don't mean in the liberal human flourishing kind of way. I mean in the biblical kind of way. You go ahead and do that. But don't be scared as you go. And by the way, don't think that your efforts or my efforts are going to stave off God's plan and somehow turn a Poseidon around. If if the boat is sinking, it's because God is the torpedo. He's the iceberg. He's the... What did the Poseidon hit? It wasn't an iceberg. That was the Titanic. I know it's fiction. But it was a movie. The boat, it caps, it was a big storm. Okay, I can work with that. So if the if our societal boat gets tipped over, who tipped it? No, I know there are agents, efficient causes of that tipping. But is not God the ultimate cause? And knowing that he is good and everything God does is right. Everything. What God ordains is always good then I can look at it and go, all right, I maybe don't grasp this. I don't even know that I have to like dig it, but he's got it. He's he's doing something big here. You say, but a nation is going right down the tubes. Yep, and God is doing something bigger. And we can rest in that. But 70% of Christians are afraid. That ought not to be. I think we need to once again focus on two particular doctrines, the sovereignty of God and the goodness of God. Don't divorce the two or you'll be in a ditch real fast. Sovereignty, he's sovereignly reigning, lovingly. And that will help to remove fear and help you to have peace. God has got this and he's ordering it. Watch this, Jimmy. And one of the ways he does that is through Marriage. <laughs> People who are married are consistently happy. Why? Well, because that's why he designed it. It's for our good. It's God's institution. Of course, it's going to have these benefits. Listen to this. Married people have consistently scored 30 points higher on the happiness scale than their non-married counterparts. Whoa. How could that be? Even pagans are happier? Yep, even pagans are happier. Why? Because they're abiding by God's rules. And even as an unbeliever, they're going to feel the blessings of that. And one of the blessings of marriage, besides societal stability, familial stability, if we all play our prescribed roles, but also it brings happiness. There's there's joy in this institution. 
there's you got somebody who's actually got your back. Quote, no subsequent population categorization will yield so large a difference in happiness across so many people. That is nothing but a reminder that God has ordained marriage. And he's got this. In the meantime, the whippersnappers, the Gen Zers, two and five think that marriage is an outdated tradition. 85% said marriage is not necessary to have a full and committed relationship. Well, actually, every other report says it does. 73% believe that getting married in the current economy, it's just too expensive. No, I, I get that, that it's expensive. You think it's expensive. Um, I think marriage is cheaper. You're splitting expenses. How many apartment rentals do you have when you're single? Two. Together, one. Food goes a longer w- That's right. Food goes a longer way. <laughs> I can, oh, I can just hear my ninth grade English teacher walking my way with a ruler in her hand. Oh, yeah, I, I think it's actually cheaper to be married. I suspect there's a study that backs that up. The kids are saying bye-bye to marriage. If you're young, please note, if you're not going to believe the Bible that tells you it's a good institution and you should rush toward it, believe this study. You will be happier. And if you're thinking about getting married, might I encourage you to consider not, I repeat, not having separate bank accounts. This was really fascinating that the, the, the kids who get married and have separate bank accounts, they're more inclined to get divorced. Doesn't shock me at all. Now you say, is that a commandment in the Bible? Um, it's close. One flesh, not two bank, two bank accounts ain't one flesh. <laughs> now I can understand you'd have multiple bank accounts for whatever financial things you got going on, but not separate accounts like that's yours and this is mine. That's not a one flesh union. And the more people keep separate bank accounts or get ready for this one. Oh, wow. Is this going to sound sexist? When a woman does not take her new covenantal name, higher divorce rates. If you're young and you're thinking about getting married, I, I, I would put it this forcefully, if I might. If you're not prepared to share your money, letting your, your potential spouse have access to it, to do whatever they choose with it, you're probably not ready to step into the institution. Because until you realize what marriage is, a one flesh union, and all there's no more his mind and ours or whatever that Lucille Ball, Henry Fonda movie was. His, hers, hers, his, and everybody else, whatever, a bunch of kids all mixed together in a mixed marriage. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You're one family, one unit, one flesh, and one bank account. This is Wretched Radio. Busy, busy, busy. Last year, Preborn Ministries provided over 92,000 ultrasounds, 54,000 babies were saved, 69 ultrasound machines were placed, 10,000 people responded to the gospel. Preborn Ministries, very busy, saving babies, saving souls. Would you please consider partnering with Preborn Ministries? $28 per ultrasound, 
five ultrasounds, $140. Yes, they are expensive, but they save lives. And Preborn Ministries uses good equipment with trained specialists, which is why the success rates are so staggeringly high at saving lives with Preborn. Please consider supporting Preborn at preborn.org slash wretched, preborn.org slash wretched. Hey, thanks for listening to Wretched Radio today. You know, Philippians 4.1 encourages us to stand firm in the Lord. And that's exactly what we're doing here at Wretched. But, you know, we can't do it alone. You've supported us in the past, and for that, we are eternally grateful. But we also believe you share our passion for spreading the gospel, which is why I want to ask if you would consider making it official and join us as an ongoing monthly Wretched Gospel partner. You can think of it like an exclusive club, but without the secret handshake. And I promise, no pressure. But here's something else I promise. If you do decide to join us, not only will you be part of an incredible mission, but I'll even let you tell people we're BFFs. And that's not worth very much. Actually, it's not worth anything at all. It's probably not even enticing to you. Okay, forget I said it. But would you prayerfully consider partnering with us in sharing the gospel, teaching others to share the gospel, and strengthening the local church? Find out more at wretched.org slash donate, or you can text the word wretched to the number 44321. Wretched. Amazing grace, amazing gospel. How's inflation been treating you if costs for health insurance are skyrocketing in your home? Would you please visit MediShare.com slash wretched. Affordable, biblical, health sharing. Christians paying for other Christians' medical bills, which means you don't have to worry where the money is going for mm, bad stuff. Second of all, you can save on average $500 per month. And finally, MediShare, it's the gold standard for healthcare sharing for more than 25 years. It works, and the members, including myself and Mrs. Friel, love it, which is why their customer satisfaction rate is double traditional health insurance. If inflation has got you down, call up the people at MediShare, 844-34-BIBLE or MediShare.com slash wretched. Know your church fathers. John Chrysostom was the Bishop of Syria and Constantinople in the 4th century. He was an eloquent preacher and earned the moniker Chrysostom, which means golden-mouthed. He denounced abuses of authority in church and government and fought for purity of life and doctrine. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. If in your marriage is currently riding the struggle bus, perhaps the problem is located in your back pocket. This is Wretched Radio. Raw Shaggy, a new survey stating that people who spend too much time chronically scrolling their smartphones experience more marital dissatisfaction. According to the data from the Institute of Family Studies Wheatley Institute survey of 2,000 married couples, 37% of Americans, married Americans, say that their spouse is often on the phone or some other screen device when they would prefer to talk or do something together as a couple. Our cell phones, which are supposed to be serving us, might be undermining our marriages. That didn't get your attention. Survey says data on smartphone addiction suggests it impacts couples' sex lives. Less intimate, 
more distracted. This should cause alarm. And it should cause us to be willing to do something very courageous. Sir, you want to act like a brave man? Here it is. Ask your wife, honey, do I spend too much time on my cell phone? Go ahead. Show yourself to be a man. That's a manly question. Not not how many deer's heads you have hanging on your wall. Honey, tell me, be honest. Am I present? Am I here with you? Would you like more of my attention? How am I doing? No, if she's being honest and you get passing grades, then I say, well done and props to you, sir. Keep it up. But there's a pretty good chance she might say, well, it would be nice if you weren't on your phone quite as much. I don't get to see you much. You know, you go to work pretty early. You get home kind of late and the kids are here and they, you could be playing with them. And it would be nice to have some help with the homework and, and then make some adjustments. It's hurting our marriages. 59% of married couples dealing with chronic smartphone usage reported that they are very happy with their marriage compared to 81% who don't. That's substantial. That's significant. Now, the reason probably in a marriage that they're still happy if there's chronic cell phone usage, it's because both of them are chronic users. Oh, don't bug them. You just sit there and you just stare at your phones together, but not really, which is interestingly. People say, well, don't you just sit and look at the TV? Yeah. And maybe, just maybe, I'm bringing in some bias because that was the entertainment of my generation, but... I think it's also a different viewing experience. Social media by design is individualistic. It is all about you. What do you want to listen to? What do you want to watch? Scroll, scroll, flip, flip, flip. What you want. And do you talk about those things when somebody else is sitting next to you, scrolling, flipping, looking for what they want? Maybe on occasion. But when you're watching TV together, you're watching the same thing together, commenting, going through the same experience together, mutually committing to one object as opposed to just flip, 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 flip. I think there is a difference. And it turns out couples who experience phone distractions are 70% less likely than any other, uh, than other couples to be very happy in their marriage. Divorce rates four times higher than it is among couples who do not have a smartphone problem. Whoa. Danger. Will Robinson, our cell phones, if you don't have a plan, I'm telling you, they're wagging you. If you do not genuinely have a system in place, I don't know what it is. Your system is different than my system, different than Jimmy's system, but you got to have a system. You, th- This is like an, if you were a walled city, your smartphones are your, the Assyrians outside of the gates. Would, what would you do? Just ignore them? No, you'd get on the wall and deal with them. That's what we need to do with our cell phones to demonstrate how these little things that should be serving us have become our masters. China, China, of all places, wants to limit kids' ability to be on the smartphones. They say if you're under 18, from 16 to 18, you can watch it a whopping two hours per day, but not between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m., Nobody gets to use their cell phone for eight hours because <laughs> even the communists get nothing good happens at night with a cell phone. Furthermore, the younger kids, they get to spend even less time. And if you're under 12, I think you get 40 minutes. No, you're under eight. You get 40 minutes. That's it. Mom and dad, just asking. 
Do you have a plan for your kids? Have you been, why are they so sullen, the kids? Now, I grant you, I've seen enough old movies. The kids were sullen in the 50s, too. I get it. But I think cell phones are exacerbating that. And I think there's all the statistical evidence to support that. This is from Spectator. Today's youth, digital, de-churched, and depressed. Half of teens say, I don't have a useful life. I do not enjoy life. I can't do anything right. Whoa. A psychologist at San Diego State University attributes the staggering increase in depressive symptoms and feelings of despair among teenagers to screen time and social media. Does your teenager come through the front door, neck craned face down, looking at their cell phone? Hey, sport, how was your day? Good. And then they trudge off to their bedroom, shut the door, and you maybe maybe see them at dinner time, or do you get the not hungry because they're they're they have food you know not thereof. It's their cell phones. The spike in depressive symptoms among teenagers coincides with the growth of social media, which has detrimentally impacted Gen Z's mental health. Listen to this number: fifteen percent of Americans under seventeen receive mental health treatment. Whoa. Hey, Jimmy. Yes. Have, have, you, have you seen the latest youth group game? What's that? Oh, man. There's whipped cream and there's peanut butter and there's one of those spinning wheels. Oh. Yeah. And and the boy, then everybody's barefoot and they feed each other food. Boys feed girls, girls feed boys. Mm. Barefoot whipped cream with a cherry on top of it. (laughs) That's a good one right there. That's what the kids come for. No, they're hurting. They are desperate for help. And they will go to some secular psychologist who's going to say, let me just write you a script for that and off you go. We have something better, which is which is another reason we need more biblical counselors in churches. We need you. We need you. You say, I don't feel needed at my church. Okay, become a biblical counselor. You will have a queue of people lining up to get a hold of you. The needs are so massive. I, I have, I've heard stories that even on seminary campuses, good ones, the biblical counseling people, they just sun up till sundown. The needs are so great. And if you have not felt needed, you are needed. And if you have the gift of counseling, go to biblicalcounseling.com, biblicalcounseling.com, so that you can become a certified biblical counselor. And if you're a youth pastor, please stop the shenanigans. Just read Carl Truman's article. Don't know if you saw it. We talked about Stacy and Andy, the, the, the pastor duo that replaced Rick Warren at Saddleback Church, coming out into the stage dressed as Andy and Little Bo Peep from Toy Story. People need that? Really? What, do people need to see adults who they come to presumably to get some direction in life dressed up as Toy Story characters? Couldn't be more fitting, frankly, if you ask me. It's just... <laughs> Perfect. They don't need that. Oh, sure. You might gather a crowd, but I'm telling you, 
This Sunday's crowd is going to look very different from next Sunday's. Why? Because you're a revolving door church. Nobody goes to that for long. And I'm telling you, when, if persecution comes knocking, you know what churches are going to drain the fastest? Speaking of safely home, started reading that book. And I'm telling you, it is a vivid reminder that we in America are a little bit delusional about what church really is. If you've never read it, believe me, this won't blow it for you. But that people have to gather in secret. And they're confronted by communists who say, you can leave and live, stay and die. If that happened at Saddleback Church, how many people do you think would stay and die? I mean, really, how many? None of us knows. I'll bet, I'll bet, at best, 6%. At best. Why? Because Every single poll, every statistic, every survey indicates when it comes to spiritual indicators of genuine regeneration, it perpetually comes. It used to be 8%. When, when, when we started doing radio years ago, it was about 8%. Now it's about 6%. Genuine believers. Seeker-sensitive churches, it, you give them a little squeeze, they're going to be like a colander and filled with whipped cream. Everybody's going to go flying out. They're not going to stick around. Why? Why would you die for stories from Toy Story? We're going to teach the lessons from Toy Story this week. What? People don't need lessons from Toy Story. They need truth. They need rock-solid truth. And if persecution comes, I'm telling one of the blessings, I'm not saying I'm longing for it, one of the blessings, places like Saddleback, frankly, will go out of business. And I chose those words carefully. This is Wretched Radio. And it's now time for a Wretched News break here on Wretched Radio. I'm Jimmy Hicks. First up in today's news, Charlotte Pride, which is a leading LGBT pride organization. They found themselves in a bit of hot water. They named a convicted child sex offender as the recipient of their 2023 Harvey Milk Award for LGBTQ advocacy. Yeah, this guy was convicted in 2000 of sexually abusing three minor boys. And now Charlotte Pride looks like they're rethinking their choice because the profile of the guy who won the award has been removed from their website listing as this year's honoree. Talk about a little bit of sour milk. <laughs> See what I did there? Harvey Milk Award, Sour Milk. Okay, moving on, switching gears to sports. The Native American Guardians Association, or NAGA, has thrown down the gauntlet right at the feet of the Washington Commanders. NAGA is threatening a national boycott unless the NFL team changes their name back to the Washington Redskins. NAGA is clearly unhappy about the erasure of Native American history. They've cited oppression of U.S. history and constitutional rights as unacceptable. And so, if you are just now getting used to calling them the Commanders, maybe you want to hold off on buying that new jersey? I don't know if that's actually going to make them change the name of the team, but it may. Well, down in Florida, two child sex traffickers have been arrested at a motel with two minor girls rescued from the room. Praise God for that. The motel owner discovered the situation, leading to Ricardo Flores and Maria Calero being charged with human trafficking. And again, praise God for these motel owners and their quick eyes and 
quick dialing fingers. In political news, congressional Republicans are criticizing the president for a new mandate that would require every employer in America to fund abortions. The proposed regulations for implementing the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act are raising eyebrows to say the least. At this point, it's just throwing things at the wall and seeing what might stick. Hopefully, this isn't one that's going to stick. Crossing the pond to the UK, a British Army veteran is facing criminal charges for, get this, silently praying in a buffer zone outside of an abortion clinic. Adam Smith Connor, the Army veteran, says he was regretful for paying for an, abor- for an abortion for his ex-girlfriend, and so he prays for his unborn son and those contemplating abortion frequently outside of abortion clinics. You know, I can almost, almost, almost understand rules against people with extremely low loud and vocal protesting. I, I, I can almost get that. Someone really needs to explain that one to me kind of slow. And that's been today's Wretched News Break. More Wretched Radio is straight ahead. I'm Jimmy Hicks. Important dates in Christian history. 1646. The Westminster Confession is drafted in the Jerusalem Room at Westminster Abbey. The confessions were drafted by an assembly of Episcopalians, Presbyterians, and Independents, and became the foundation of Reformed theology throughout Europe and America. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Spanning the globe via the internet. (laughs) Which could be ruining your marriage. Together, stories that have absolutely nothing to do with one another on the face of it. But we believe they are all of interest to Christians, so what do we do? We slap them together, play a theme song, and call it Wide World of Christian Stuff. That's That's what this is, Jimmy. Wide world of Christian stuff. Okay. Here on Wretched Radio. Hey, 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 this is exciting. Amazon is releasing a new cashless pay by palm technology that requires only a hand wave. It's called Amazon One Payment Identification Loyalty Membership. <laughs> An entry at over 500 Whole Foods and Amazon Fresh locations across the nation by the end of the year. All you need to do is hover your palm and you are paid for and out the door you go. And do you know what that means, Jimmy? Um, I'm having a hard time trying to figure that out. Connecting it to wide world of Christian stories? Uh, no, I mean, why? what's in your palm that makes it? I think they put, I think they, it's like a, I'm guessing a chip okay. sort of there. Okay. So you can just I got you. scan right out there. And All you know right. what that means, don't you? What does that mean? That means we're going to be having a lot of internet articles about the mark of the beast. That's what that means right there. This is not. This is not the mark of the beast. Even if a mark is actually a mark. It's not buried in your skin. It's actually, think almost like Nazi Germany. You're going to have some sort of visible mark on your body if you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. You will be marked, and people will see it, and they're going to know it. Now, could technology like this be used to keep you from conducting commerce, which is, I think, a part of being marked? And the answer to that is perhaps, but that isn't the mark. The mark is a mark. 
Furthermore, the context of the mark of the beast, it has to do with rejection of Jesus. And if you haven't rejected Jesus, you're not getting the mark. Whether you get a chip to scan at Amazon, that's up to you. It's your body. You can chip if you want to. But please note, that's not the mark of the beast. According to the company, palm payment is secure. (laughs) (laughs) And cannot be replicated because the technology looks at both the palm and the underlying vein structure to create unique palm signatures. Hey, hold on one second, Jimmy. Uh Hold on, I'm sorry. I just have to check my cell phone. I'm sorry to inter... Whoa. It's a text from Amazon. Wondering if I want to be a part of Amazon One. (laughs) Fascinating. Don't worry, it's secure. Nobody will use that for any nefarious purpose. Hey, the statistics are in from the Department of Education. Closing schools for months due to COVID scarred children's learning, quite possibly for life. It's not death. Remember that knuckleheadery that we heard? We got to shut everything down because it's not death. Sure, it's awful, but it's not death. Actually, it turned out to be death. Suicide rates up, depression up. From, and damage, ongoing damage to children? <sighs> when you got bad leadership, I'm just telling you. Over the past decade, scores have declined by a total of seven points in reading and 14 points in math. It's not death. Hey, did you see the rally in South Africa? This is terrifying. 90,000 people gathered. I'm sorry, but this is the story. 90,000, this is from Not The Bee, headline, 90,000 black people. Don't you love it that we identify everybody by skin now, Jimmy? This is such progress we've made here, isn't it? 90,000 black people gathered in a stadium chanting about killing white farmers. Loverly. Almost immediately thereafter, 79-year-old couple, husband and wife, farmers, attacked, who trespassed on their farm, tortured them, beat them with an iron bar, and slit his throat. They were between the ages of 16 and 19. The 90,000-person rally held, held by the Marxist political party, economic freedom fighters, I'll say, literally included the chant, kill the boars, which are Dutch white farmers. Kill the Dutch white farmers. How's that CRT working out in South Africa? And we want to bring it into the church? As congregations dwindle to Great Britain, we go champing, chomping, no, what is this thing called? Champing, chomping. It champing is what it's called. Do you know what champing is? Jimmy? I do not. I do not. <laughs> it's where you go camping at a church that's out of business. Oh. So that the church can actually have some revenue so that they don't have to demolish a historic building. <laughs> listen, listen, it's the sound of Puritans weeping for Great Britain. Champing. It's actually quite the trend, apparently. More than 10,000 guests. <laughs> Since 2015, these glorious buildings, they do anything just to keep them. They're being turned into condos. They're being turned into bars, which, hey, a lot of lot of really cool reformed churches are doing anyway. They're taking church to the bar. They do bar at the church. I, I can't remember, but I know it involves a 
hoisting up of our alcoholic beverage of choice. Upscale apartments, theaters, nightclubs, restaurants, gyms, circus centers. Well, we got a lot of churches that are those already here. <laughs> I was waiting for it. And deconsecrated wedding venues. It's a sign of the times. I think Petula Clark was British. Couple on. Uh, all right. You can correct my math on this. I tried to figure it out. I spent at least 30 seconds before just getting totally flabbergasted and giving up. Here's the headline. Couple carrying each other's baby give birth days apart. What? Yeah. So I thought, oh, it's two couples. But why would they do that? So here's you, you sort this. Considering a miracle birth takes a little planning and a whole lot of luck. Just ask a Florida couple, two women who wanted to carry each other's biological child and have the babies delivered within a few days of each other. I, for the life of me, cannot sort this out. I do not. How can you care? The, it doesn't explain it. The doctor jumped in. This is the first time I've had a couple who wanted to do this. We cautioned them, but they were determined and it worked. Okay. I don't know what worked. I don't know how it worked. It's a sign of the time. We need that for our stinger, I think. Yeah, That's our do. new theme song here. Na, 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 na. Would you look up the lyrics on that? What was she singing about in the 60s? I it's a sign art. of the times, Petula Clark, who, of course, I'm telling you, that woman was a lyricist. She could actually sing. Nevertheless, don't sleep in the subway, darling. Don't stand in the pouring rain. I think that woman should reconsider who she's dating. If those are the admonitions she's giving. Thank you. Thank you very much. I think that was Ellen DeGeneres who did that bit. What are the lyrics to It's a Sign of the Times? It's a sign of the times that your love for me is getting so much stronger. Ah. And I know that I won't have to wait much longer. So I'm, I'm you know what I'm doing? What are you doing? I'm doing, don't, don't criticize me for this. I'm just acting like a prosperity preacher. <laughs> Even though the context is about love and romance. I'm going to take It's a Sign of the Times uh -huh. and say that's the perfect song for our deteriorating culture. Okay. Hey, prosperity hacks do it all the time. Nobody judges them. So thou shalt not judge. This is interesting. Fortune magazine talking about toxic femininity. Apparently, some people have been squabbling about it on national public radio specifically. Talking about toxic femininity, uh, almost almost like the couple carrying each other's children. I had pretty much zero interest in it, but I just thought, you know, what's good for the progressive goose? So maybe let's just start slinging it around. You say, well, how would I apply toxic femininity? I say it doesn't matter because that's what they do with toxic masculinity. So let's just say you see a woman and uh, she's she's had a haircut. Oh, that's toxic femininity right there. She's wearing makeup, toxic femininity. She's not wearing makeup, toxic femininity. She's wearing a dress, pants, toxic femininity. Believe me, it works. Does it make sense? No. It's a sign of the times. Nor does. Perfect. <laughs> Harry's razors. Saw like that. A Vilta fish. Now, didn't Gillette do one of these commercials where it was a man with his daughter thinking she's a boy shaving together or something like that? Well, now Harry's razors, they did a commercial. They've got a razor apparently called Flamingo. The commercial was of a woman without a shirt on where you could see the scars from her double mastectomy shaving. 
with 100% of profits set to go to the Trevor Project, which promotes gender surgeries for minors. If our compass isn't anchored north, and I don't mean North Point, I mean anchored north these days, with all the signs of the times, whether they involve Petula Clark or not, we don't have an anchor. We're going to go nuts right along with the rest of the world. This is Wretched Radio. So, you're not convinced of the importance of training men to rightly divide the word of truth and fill pulpits internationally? Fine. Then we'll let Paul Washer convince you. It is so important, not just important, it's absolutely essential to have a trained expositor of the scripture in every church. When we read through the book of Acts, we can see that the kingdom of God, the kingdom of Christ, advances as the word of God advances. Would you please consider joining the Master's Academy International in filling empty pulpits with men who can exposit the scriptures and advance the kingdom of God it's a magnificent ministry with a generational impact. Please learn more about supporting TMAI at wretched.org slash pastor. Wretched.org slash pastor for the Master's Academy International. Are you tired of the endless scrolling and mindless internet browsing? Well, you can absolutely break free from the digital realm and enter the Bible Zone. This month, we invite you to unlock the power of the scriptures with our exclusive Bible Zone bundle. With the Bible Zone bundle, not only will you learn to read your Bible better, but you'll also desire to read it more. This $100 value is available all month long for only $39.99. Buckle up and get ready to enter the Bible Zone by picking up the Bible Zone bundle, including Herman Who, It's Not Greek to Me, Drive-By Theology, Jesus Unmask plus all four study guides to go along with the resources, all for $39.99, but only during the month of August. Visit wretched.org slash Biblezone right now to place your order, but hurry up before time runs out. Ah, some good news. Two encouragements from the Tomorrow Clubs. They have hundreds of weekly kids meeting clubs in Eastern Europe. But now they've expanded to Africa, and the kids are swarming the Tomorrow Clubs. They have never seen greater attendance than the hundreds of new clubs that they are opening up in Africa. That should encourage all of us. The gospel is going forth and reaching kids in unreached places. Encouragement number two. Would you like to become a Tomorrow Clubs ministry partner? Your support will help the Tomorrow Clubs open up even more Tomorrow Clubs and reach even more kids with the gospel. Please consider becoming a ministry partner at tomorrowclubs.org slash wretched. Tomorrowclubs.org slash wretched. Titles of Christ. In the Bible, Jesus is given many titles that teach us about who He is and what He has done. Jesus is called the cornerstone. When laying a foundation, every stone must be aligned in reference to the cornerstone. 
God is building His church as a holy temple, and as believers, we are being brought into line with the cornerstone, Jesus Christ. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Are we that predictable? <laughs> yeah. It's a sign of the this is Wretched Radio. <laughs> the signs of the times that we're living in a post-Christian world, they are everywhere. And if you and I do not have an anchor that holds us fast, we will be beaten about the sea of confusion as the world continues to not become a clown show. I know that's the preferred pejorative of conservatives these days. Now, they're they're, they're, they're they're darkened. Their minds are darkened. That's the biblical language. Darkened mind doesn't necessarily or exclusively mean filthy, dirty, sexual. It oftentimes does, but it's just bad thinking everywhere. It's the, it's the illogicalness of a mind that is no longer informed by God and the Bible, and we are seeing that everywhere. You say, Friel, give me a case in point. Fine. How's about the Neo fellow? Are you familiar with the Jimmy? You, well, <laughs> you're a big fan. Tell everybody about the Neo. <laughs> he spells his name weird. N e dash y o. That's right. Well, it's just a hyphenated thing. Okay. And maybe it's his last name. It's and his mother didn't want to take on, so it was just a hyphen <laughs> sort of thing. And his first name is Larry. Larry Neo. <laughs> I don't think you should be mocking the fellow. I'm not. At least he sings. That's I right. tried to go watch one of his, so it was, the video was just, no. But he sings, uh-huh. that's something, and it doesn't sound like he's furious at the world like most rap music. He appeared on somebody's podcast thing, and it's caused all kinds of fallout. Parents have almost almost forgotten what the role of a parent is. Amen. It's like, okay, Lost control. if your little boy comes to you and says, Daddy, I want to be a girl, and you just let him rock with that, you just let right. He's five. Right. And where did he get that if from? If you let this five-year-old boy decide to eat candy all day, he's going to do that. Exactly. Like, when, when did it become a good idea to let a five-year-old, let a six-year-old, let a 12-year-old make a life-changing decision for themselves? Right. Amazing. <laughs> and of course, the expected fallout. How dare you? Then out of the blue, an apology appeared. And it reminded me of almost every single news story. This is I think that this is this is actually worth highlighting. When you read a news story from the AP, go read it on CNN and you go it's the exact same news story and it's the same exact same news story on and and they maybe put a different title on it, a different headline, exact same they just crank it out in the 24-hour news cycle. So th- this this fellow, he said what is just nothing but common sense. And he went on and on with it. And he said, hey, I don't mean anybody any harm. You do whatever it is that you want to do. But this is the way I see things. I come from a time when there was a boy and a girl. That's it. And that's the way I rock. And that's the way I'm going to raise my seven children. I, I don't know how all of that works out. Regardless, his publicist put up an apology. And when you read it, you go, that's a cut and paste. Every single time a celebrity steps on a progressive landmine and utters some what appears to be anti-woke speech, it comes the inevitable apology. And there's a reason for it. It is cut and paste. It's like news stories. They just copy it, paste it. 
I'm sorry if any of my words offended anyone. That was not my intention. And I plan on taking time to re-educate my same old, same old. Now, to his credit, the Neo fellow, he saw, apparently, is what you're about to hear, um, that apology, it didn't come from him. What's going on, loved ones? This is Neo. All right, listen, opinions ain't special. Everybody got one. However, this is something I feel very strongly on, and I need y'all to hear this from the horse's mouth, not the publicist's computer. So check this out. Well, then, it looks like it was released without the talent's permission. First and foremost, I do not apologize for having an opinion on this matter. I am a 43-year-old heterosexual man raising five boys and two girls, okay? That's my reality. Now, if my opinion offended somebody, yeah, sure, I apologize for you being offended because that wasn't my intention. My intention is never to offend anybody. However, I'm entitled to feel how I feel. <laughs> Guess what? He's even taking a beating for that. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> It wasn't forceful enough. It wasn't strong enough. We live in a time when the world confuses the second most obvious thing in the universe. Genders. What's the first most obvious thing? God. You jump over the high hurdle, the rest of the hurdles are a piece of cake. That's the world in which we live. Where's your anchor? And is it holding fast? I would like to suggest that there are Two things that you can do in these current times that might provide an anchor for you. Jimmy, uh -huh. do not judge me for this. It's not as bad as Ben Shapiro. Here's the first thing you need. MetaShare. It's affordable biblical health sharing. Hey, <laughs> Shapiro's worse. Okay. But MetaShare, unlike Shapiro, I actually think this is an outstanding ministry. It's Christians taking care of the health bills of other Christians. That sounds vaguely biblical, doesn't it? It's an outstanding organization. They've been around for many, many years, hundreds of thousands of people. Their satisfaction ratings, they are off the charts. This is an alternative to traditional health insurance. The average family saving, give or take $500 per month, not year, per month. That is substantial. That is, that's huge. Check them out for yourself. There's a possibility it doesn't make sense for your family. It, that's, that's always a possibility. But there's a really good chance it could be an excellent fit. So visit metashare.com slash wretched, metashare.com slash wretched. Check it out. Or if you want to know exactly what your family would be saving every month, it takes two minutes. They're very nice. Careful, they might pray for you. 844-34-BIBLE, 844-34-BIBLE for MediShare. But the second thing that you'll need to make sure that you do not get tossed to and fro by an insane world. I mean, honestly, when when the rapper fella is taking a beating for saying, hey, I just think that there's boys and girls. Woo, these are strong winds of blowing. Have you studied the sovereignty of God? That this is what he's doing. You say he's He's letting the world go insane? Yes. Yes, he is. And there's a reason. The Bible's full of the reasons that he's doing it, but the ultimate reason is he is going to shine the spotlight on Jesus Christ. And then just, just think, God takes a mind that is so darkened, not clown show, not stupid, not mental, but instead darkened mind, 
and illuminates them? Whoa. He takes people who can't understand that that's a pink and that's a blue, and he makes them friends? And he allows them to reign with him? Whoa. That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. And we can participate in that, or we can become incredibly crabby and agitated by that. We can either participate in working as effectively as possible in participating in God's cosmic plan to bring glory to himself through the redemptive work of his son or not, or not. And the chief way that he does that is regeneration. Now, you say, the, the chief way, are there other ways he brings himself glory besides saving people? Yes. Damning people, he gets glory. It is a little glory. It, 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 it is not... It is not the realm in which he seeks and delights in receiving glory, but he will when sinners are damned, rightly so, for rebelling against their very kind maker. He prefers to get glory through the redemptive work of his son. The second doctrine I encourage you to consider dwelling on, and if this is a struggle for you, we want to help. We really, this is, I think we need this book right now really badly, and you say, is this going to be another pitch? No, we want to give it to you. Heath Lampert has written a, a, it's it's just, it's a needed book. It's called The Great Love of God, Encountering God's Heart for a Hostile World. I think 200 and some folks have responded to this free offer. You have to pay for shipping, but here, let me look on the back of the, hold on. I'm going to look on the back of the book at the ISBN. Okay. What are you, ha <laughs> ha. $19.99. It's our gift to you so that you can do a deep dive into the Bible about the love of God. One of the chapters, just one of the chapters, that God gives gifts, just like a father who gives gifts to his children. God is totally dumping gift and gift and gift on us every single day. There's a chapter dedicated to the, all of the ways that God does that. In love, God gives you promises. In love, God gives you everything you need for life. In love, God gives the gift of life. He lets you, lets you keep on breathing. Maybe gives you children. God gives the gift of honor and stature because you're a Christ one. The gift of financial resources. Every good and perfect gift comes from him. If you have not done a deep dive into the love of God, and especially if you struggle with that doctrine, we'd like to give this to you. It'll keep you from getting crabby. It'll help you gain assurance. Does that sound like you? We'd love to give this to you. It comes courtesy of our gospel partners. Thank you all for that. It's called The Great Love of God, Encountering God's Heart for a Hostile, maybe darkened world might have been better. You can get it at wretched.org slash love. Wretched.org slash love. We hope you do. And until tomorrow, go serve your king. <laughs>